Hi, and welcome back to another Elevator Talk with Michelle. For the time that is ours to share, I want to talk about do it afraid. Do it afraid. So here are five techniques that will help you overcome fear in your daily life. So number one, start small. Fear comes in many shapes, sizes, and dare I say it, colors, okay? And facing it doesn't have to be a big deal. No matter how large or small your fears may seem, scaling down to a more manageable size will be beneficial. Slowly step out of your comfort zone and begin moving towards your goal. Do you realize that in life, many times we don't accomplish the things that we would like to accomplish? We don't go to the places we would like to go all because of fear. And and, and fear is a, you know... Wh- People say fear, when you break it down, is false evidence appearing real. But I do believe, and I believe that, but I also believe that people truly have a fear of things, okay? I have a fear of spiders. I have a fear of snakes. I have a fear of many animals, like the big raccoon that was in my trash can uh, last summer, So I truly have a fear of those things. That's not false evidence. That's stuff that I can see that I don't care for. So fear is real in your mind, even if if it's only in your mind and not to the people around you. I don't discredit people's fears. But if you start small, you can work on overcoming that fear. But you have to take it one step at a time. Number two, have faith. So while achieving your goal may not happen on your preferred timetable, meaning when you want it to, it's important to have faith that time will bring success. There, Let me put a pin right there. There are many things that I am working on right now that I want to manifest right now, but I understand that timing is everything. And so while it may not happen when I want it to, I believe that my faith, I should say, allows me to believe that those things will happen. So trusting that achievement is not only possible, but probable will help soften your fears. Think back to an event in your life that may have seemed bad at the time, but allowed for certain circumstances to occur that brought about a greater and more wonderful event. That's proof. Let me go back. Hold up. Let me put a pin right there. So let me break. Let me unpack that just a little bit. So when I said think back to an event in your life that may have seemed bad at the time, let's take a relationship. How many people, because we all probably have experienced this, where you were in a relationship with someone, you thought this person was your world. You thought you were going to be with that person from now until Jesus comes back in his good sandals. Okay. And something happened and things just didn't work out. Be it that person dumped you or they decided that they just they wanted something else or they just wanted to be alone. Whatever the case may be, you felt like your world was falling apart. Been down that road. So I know what that feels like. But you felt like your life was just falling apart. And you said, Lord, how could you let this happen? How could you do this to me? But when you think back to that relationship that didn't work out or when you think back to that job that didn't quite work out and you look at where you are now and the relationship that you're in and you look at the job that you're in now you say lord why in the world was i ever tripping off of that when clearly 
You took that away to give me better. So I said all of that to just say this. Sometimes when you lose something, it's not a bad thing. I'm going to say most times it's not a bad thing because God has something better for you. But what I've come to understand is this, you guys. When God wants you to let go of something or someone and you won't do it because he has something better for you, God will force your hand. He will let something happen that will force you to have to let that thing go. See, because he can't give you what he has for you on the right side of the room if you keep trying to hold on to what's on the left side of the room. Y'all let that marinate in your spirit because it'll come to you later on. And I'm sorry, let me get back on track to what I was saying. And so the, the proof, that's proof that the world is not against you, but is indeed working for you. But you have got to sit back, trust God, have faith that whatever he takes from you on the one hand, he's going to give you better on the other. Number three, write it down. Make a list of your fears. I'm sorry, making a list of your fears is a great way to work through them. Again, you know, I'm big on journaling. Get your journals out and create a list of of all your fears. Doesn't matter how big or small it is, but write down whatever it is that you are afraid of. And I said, writing in a journal is very helpful when trying to overcome your fears and to document how you feel as you're dealing with those fears. This is why, excuse me, y'all, because my sinuses are draining. But this is why when I work out, I have a journal or a log, if you will, that I write down what I do on my weight training days because I like to keep track of the weight I use. And now what I'm doing is to the right of like I'll write down, let's say I'm doing lap pull downs. And I write down set one, set two, set three. I write down the weight with an X, which uh, symbolizes time, uh, 10. So let's say I'm going to start off with 50 pounds on the lap pull down for 10 reps. So I know 55 with the X and 10 means I did a weight of 55 for 10 reps. Second set, third set. Now to the right of that, I write down how I felt. I write down if, if, if it was a little tight, if it was hard, if it felt horrible, if I'm sore, whatever it is, because I like to be able to go back and to look at that. Not only does it allow me to chart my prog- progress, but it allows me to keep track of how I was feeling when I went to the gym. Just like one day last week, I didn't feel like going to the gym. It was my cardio day. And I started to actually, I laid across my bed and that little voice said, Michelle, if you don't get your big butt up and get on into that gym, don't make me show out knacked up in here. That was a little voice whispering to me. And so I did. I got up, put on my uh, socks and shoes and got on over to the gym. I didn't feel like it. And the whole time I was on the treadmill, I was thinking, God, I can't wait for this hour to be up because I don't really want to be here. And then after about 30 minutes, I said, Michelle, look, that is not the right attitude attitude to have. Be thankful that you, A, have a gym membership that you can go and use. And and then I started to think about the end result that I'm trying to get to. So even when I go to the gym on the days that I don't feel like it, I know it's all going to pay off down the road. And so that's what keeps me going. But I always note that kind of stuff in my journal. I wrote down, hey, I just didn't feel like being here today because I didn't. And it's all right to do that. Number four, accept what happens or doesn't happen. So you must accept that you can't force anything. The Dalai Lama said, if you have fear 
of some pain or suffering, you should examine whether there is anything that you can do about it. If you can, there is no need to worry about it. If you cannot do anything, then there's also no need to worry about it. See, if I can, let me, let me take my weight, for example. I don't necessarily like where my weight is at the moment. And no, I'm not going to tell y'all what it is, but it's not to, it's not at a place that I like. So I have come to the conclusion that I can do something about it. So I don't have to worry about where my weight is because I can do something about it. I just have to do it, which means I have to eat healthy, drink my water, get in my vitamins and exercise. Now, if it was something that I couldn't do anything about, I don't need to worry worry about it either. Because guess what? Worrying is still not going to fix it. Either way, worrying is not going to fix the issue. I got on the scale. I don't like the weight that I see. So I've got to fix it. So there's no need to worry about something I can fix. And even again, even if I couldn't, why worry about it? Because you can't do anything about it anyway. You have to accept it and move on. And number five, let go. Letting go can be one of the greatest challenges to overcoming fear. At times, we hold on to something because we feel it empowers us. However, holding on only weakens us. Do y'all understand that? Let me say that one more time. We hold on to something because we feel that it empowers us. But holding on to that thing or that person really only weakens you. So we've got to learn how to let go. Mm. Once we have accepted what may or may not develop, we need to detach ourselves from the outcome. Letting go of our fears allows us to focus more on the present moment and less on the fear itself. Y'all, that's powerful in and of itself. So if you don't remember anything else I told you today, you have got to accept that whatever it is, it is and you let it go. If that person doesn't want to be with you, no, it doesn't feel good. But guess what? Accept it and let it go. Accept it and let it go. If that job no longer wants you, no, it doesn't feel good. But accept it and let it go. Because as long as you keep trying to hold on to that thing or that person, all it's doing is just hurting you even more. And you you can't move forward. And take in what God has for you because you keep trying to hold on to what was. I don't know about you all, but I'm not trying to hold on to what was. I'm I'm leaving room to what is and what is to come. That's how I'm rolling. That what you do is on you, but I'm just giving you the tools that you need, and letting go is one of them. And 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 this is powerful because once you've accept, accepted what may or may not be, detach yourself from it. That's the best thing that you can do. <laughs> Detach yourself from it. Okay, so especially if, now I've never been married, but for those of you that are married and have experienced divorce, that person said, hey, look, I want a divorce. I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. I would imagine that that's not a good feeling, especially if you really love that person and you don't understand why they're doing this or why they don't want to work through the relationship. Now, if you know why they're doing it, then that's something different. But if you truly don't understand why they don't want to work through it, you have to accept their decision. And that is the key. You don't always have to like people's decisions, but you have to accept it. So if I tell you that I no longer want to be bothered with you, or I don't want you in my inner circle, 
You may not like it, but you have to accept it and move on. Because why do you want to hold on to something or someone that doesn't want you anymore? That's that's something to think about right there. Because often, oftentimes we all have done it at some point in time where we want to hold on to something or someone. And they're clearly letting you know, hey, I'm done. I, I, I wipe my hands of it. I don't want to have anything else to do with it. Move on. Go on with your life. Mm. But again, like I said, once you've accepted what may, what may or may not happen, detach yourself from it. I'm talking about mentally, physically, and spiritually. Detach. Let it go. Because letting go of your fears allows you to focus on the present moment and less on the fear itself. I know there are quite a few folks that, that ended up losing their jobs because of the pandemic. And depending on where you work, they either closed, went out of business, or or combination of both. But you can't worry about the fear of, what if I don't find another job? I know it's something that you're going to think about, but focus on the present. And then the fear itself, you'll start to think less of. Let me do a quick recap, you guys, and I promise I will let you be. So today we talked about do it afraid. I really need you to get this in your mind, get this in your spirit, y'all. You've got to do it afraid. I can't tell you how many times I've had to do something afraid. I remember having my daughter, I was 17, and I was really, really afraid because you think, Jesus Christ, I am 17 years old. I still have my parents taking care of me, and now I'm getting ready to have a life that I have to take care of. I was afraid, but guess what? I did it afraid. I didn't know everything, but I learned as I went along. And that's what I'm encouraging you to do. I'm not encouraging you to have kids at a young age, but I'm encouraging you to do it afraid. You want to start that business. You want to step out on faith and look for another job, but you're afraid because you've been at this job since Jesus walked the earth in his good sandals and you're afraid to go someplace else and start all over again. Do it afraid because I promise you there's something better for you in that new job, more opportunity, a better work environment for some. But you have to get out there and do it afraid. You know, I wanted to start my YouTube channel and I was afraid. I thought, what if people don't like me? What if they don't like my videos? I wanted to start doing, I wanted to get into podcasting. Thought the same thing. What if people don't like what I talk about? And then that little voice said, Michelle, uh-uh, you're better than that. You're going to do it afraid, sweetie. Because guess what? Not everybody's going to like you and they're not going to like what you have to talk about. And that's all right. But I promise you, somebody somewhere needs to hear what you have to say. So you do it afraid. Even if it's just for that one person, it's all right. So I gave you five techniques that will help you overcome your fear in your daily life. Number one, I said start small. Don't try to take down the whole daggone bull, okay? Don't try to do that because what you're going to do is burn yourself out. And then you're going to make it hard for you to step out on faith to try anything else. So start small. Take Start, start small. Okay, again, let me use the example of starting a YouTube channel. Worry about one video at a time. Start small. Say, hey, guess what? I'm going to put out one video a week. Be faithful in whatever day you say you're going to do that and do it. Stay committed to it. And then once you get comfortable, you say, okay, well, you know, maybe I'll put out two videos a week or three a week. Heck, if you want to do five, do that too. But the, the key is to start small. Okay, you break it down, then that way you're not overwhelmed. Number two, I said, have faith. 
you have got to have faith, faith in whatever it is that you do. Trusting that achievement is not only possible, but probable will help soften your fears. I don't know about you, but I have faith that anything that I touch will manifest itself. I have that kind of faith. Everybody may not, but I do. I don't sit and go, yeah, but what if this and what if that? No, we're not living in the what if. I don't want to live on that street. You can live on that street if you want to, but I don't want to live on that street. Number three, I said, write it down. Get out your journal. If you don't have one, now's the time to start one. And make a list of all of your fears. And then you start to work through each and every one of them. If you have a fear of speaking in front of people, I would suggest starting a YouTube channel. Because yes, even though when I do my videos, I'm in my room or doing my car conversations, wherever I am, I'm by myself talking. But I know that when I upload that video, people are going to see it. So even though they're not there while I'm talking, other people will see it. So you can start that way. And then reach out to, excuse me, reach out to, mm. <coughs> oh Lord, excuse me y'all, I told you my sinus is acting up. Reach out to speak at small engagements and then start to build your way up. And then guess what? You can check that off your list and you go to the next thing on your list that you are afraid of. Now I ain't gonna lie, I'm afraid of heights. So even if I wrote that on my list, I'm not going to bungee jump. I'm not doing any of that. So that's a fear that they will just go with me to the grave because I'm just not trying to overcome that fear. I don't know about you all. If that's your thing, fine. But for me, that's one fear that I'm going to leave exactly where it is on paper because I'm not trying to do anything about that. Number four, I said, accept what happens or doesn't happen. You know, when you get that mindset that you're going to accept what happened, whatever happens or what doesn't happen, I'm going to tell you something. It takes you to a whole new level. And I have gotten that way. And you know, the funny thing is that some people say, well, Michelle, you just don't care. No, it's not that I don't care, but I'm not going to stress. For what? What, what, what? what am I stressing for? I can't do anything about it. <laughs> if you decide, hey, Michelle, you know what? Your time here has been great, but we're going to have to let you go. I can't stop you from doing that. So why am I going to stress? Do I like it? No, but I'm not going to stress about it. I'm going to accept whatever decision you make because that helps to free me of any anxiety or anything else. The Dalai Lama said, if you have fear of some of some some pain or suffering, you should examine whether there's anything that you can do about it. He says, if you can, there's no need to worry. If you can't do anything, then there's still no need to worry about it. Because worrying about it's not going to fix it. Do y'all get where I'm going with this? So you have to accept what is. Now, again, accepting where my weight is at the current moment. I've accepted that. I've accepted that I've enjoyed the food that I've been eating since we've been in this pandemic. And, and, and my not going to the gym. I've accepted that. I played my part. I can't blame this on anybody else. You know, people like to say, oh, the pandemic. No, it wasn't the pandemic, boo, it was you. You're the one that was going, doing all this eating out and not moving. So I've accepted that. But then I've said, okay, Michelle, I accept where I am, but I'm going to work on getting to where I need to be. So why worry about the weight? I'm not worried about anything. For what reason? Because I'm working to get where I need to be. 
I'm doing that in my personal life, my health and wellness, my spiritual life, all of that. So I don't need to worry about anything for what? And even if I couldn't do something about it, I'm still not going to worry because that's still not going to fix the issue. All right. And then number five, I said, let go. Letting go can be one of the greatest challenges to overcome fear. At times we hold on to things because we feel like it empowers us. However, holding on only weakens you. So once you've accepted what may or may not develop, you need to let that thing go. (laughs) Detach yourself from the outcome. So if you know that that job is going to end, all right, detach yourself from the outcome, let it go and keep it moving. If you know that relationship is going to end, detach yourself from it and keep it moving. I'm not saying that you can't reminisce and think about all the good times that you had with that person on that job, but you've got to detach yourself, honey, and keep it moving. Okay, I let me tell you something. There are many things that I've detached myself from because I refuse to let it, it weigh me down. I'm just not. Because when you let go of your fears or you let go of that thing, the outcome that was made, it allows you to focus on the present moment and, and, and less on the fear. The fear won't even bother you anymore. You guys, that's all I have. I want to say thank you so much to those of you that are new to my podcast. If this is the first time you've ever heard one of my podcasts, thank you so much for joining me. I hope you will consider subscribing. And I put out a new podcast every Saturday. And so come back next Saturday for another topic. All of my topics tend to be motivational ones because that's just what I do. I love to motivate people. I want you to know that no matter where you are, you don't have to stay there unless you choose to. Okay. And for those of you that have subscribed and support me, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I truly could not do what I do without you all. And I truly, truly appreciate each and every one of you. So again, be sure to subscribe and support my podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated and you can do so for as little as 99 cents a month. There's somewhere on the, uh, the app is a link that you can click on to do that. Now I need you to go out there and be great because great is calling you and great is calling me. Until our next podcast, take care.